Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi, guys. Hey, y'all. Welcome Ooh. to AfterBuzz's Real Housewives of New York City After Show. I'm your host, Hollywood Lee, and tonight we have a Kenya stand for you guys. <laughs> Ronnie Jr., how you doing, boo? Welcome to the show. Good. I love that woman. I um, will probably say some favorable stuff about her. She is the queen. She's always been the queen. I'm an 80s baby, therefore, I grew up in the 90s. And if you grew up in the 90s and you're pushing 40, there's a, a Kenya Moore royalty that will always be. But we'll talk. We'll talk about it for sure. We'll talk about it. I'm telling you, we're, we're coming strong out of the gates for you guys, you know, Y'all were getting bad and baldy in the comments. So we we had to bring it up a notch. We had to step it up. Honestly, guys, I've said it a million times. We always, we always give credit when it's due. And Kenya Moore had a fantastic season. Uh, and we're going to talk about it today. Uh, we're kind of mad that Nini's not here. But you know who is here? My family. Uh, let's start with my girl, OK Juj. Hey, Bobo. <laughs> um, I'm ready to hear what Ronnie has to say about Kenny. <laughs> oh, don't do that! Don't do all that. That's no. <laughs> well, it should be. It was an interesting episode. She's actually not the. She's not my main target tonight. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, uh, that beautiful face coming from Atlanta, Danny B. Hey, y'all! I'm also excited to see what you got to say about Miss Kenya, since everybody thinks we're so anti-Kenya around here. Yes, 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 yes. Well, you know what we do? We speak in truth tonight. Truth. And we're doing it. We're doing it with the party people, Miss Erica Edwards. Hey, boo-boo. What's up, party people? Hey. <laughs> it's going to be a good show, you guys. We got a lot of balance for you guys, a lot of opinions, some strong personalities. You know, we're giving you Real Housewives of Atlanta in the Zoom style right now with all these little boxes. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. Welcome to the show, Ronnie. Um, you know, Andy did the show in his boxers. We got to see Ben tonight, who's super cute. Um, it was Isn't an all right episode. I liked the first 15 minutes of the episode. Hated everything else until the very last five minutes of the episode. I was even kind of like zoning out at one point. Like my dog came over to play with me. I'm just like, oh, I have to watch this. And then I'm just thinking, what is happening? You know, I just got really disinterested. There was a lot of things that didn't make sense. We're going to break it down now. Uh, we open with the proposal of Cynthia. This montage of Kenya basically throwing her under the bus. This is, this is Bravo doing it, not me. Um, but no matter what, we know that Cynthia did invite the cookie lady first. Is she attracted to toxic people? It's a lot. I wish Nini was around. Let's get into this. Drew. Do I think Cynthia treats how Nini and Kenya differently? Yes. Do I think Cynthia should be held responsible for her shady behavior? 
Yes. I think we forget that Cynthia's a grown ass woman and needs to be like, she's not just because she's around these toxic people doesn't mean she has to do what like they're bidding. She kind of like, she puts herself in these situations, does bad things, and then kind of rides on the coattail of, oh, well, it's because of Kenya or, oh, it's because of Nini. No, it's, it's because of Cynthia. And I thought it was weird. Danny. I agree. Cynthia does a lot of shady stuff and then she runs away from it. And everybody, like, we all think of, well, most people think of Cynthia as being like the nice person, meek and mild, but she really is messy and she just runs away from her mess. It's giving me Eva vibes. For sure. <laughs> yes, Erica Edwards. What'd you, what did you think about this opening with Cynthia and Kenya? What do you think about their relationship? Well, I mean, I think to some extent, Cynthia is attracted to toxic friends. I think, or not saying she's attracted to toxic friends. I think she's that person who takes a lot. And then once she gets to her line, eventually, which is way past everybody else's line, then she's kind of done. So she took a lot from Nini for years. And I feel like she's going to take a lot from Kenya for years until she can get to that place where, you know, she can see it for herself, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then coming in, coming in with the new flavor, Ronnie, what do you think about the opening right here with like Cynthia and Kenya? And you can give us like the, your, your take on their relationship. Do you think it's real? Um, do I think it's real? Yes, I do think it's real. I think with Cynthia, it's interesting. There's a thought process that she needs to be combative back or something of that nature. And she needs to like, you know, make sure Kenya doesn't cross any lines. I, I just, I don't think she has to justify that to anybody. Like if she's good with uh, Kenya, I don't think there's a problem there. Like you, you on a, as an outsider don't need to tell me how to act with my friends. So that's kind of my problem with everybody else. It just is like, you're trying to pull Cynthia and Kenya apart just so you could get in there with your issue with Cynthia. If you have an issue with her, whichever one of these ladies it is, that needs to be your issue. Don't try to break up their relationship. That seems really corny to me. Like I don't like that type of behavior. Um, I could understand what a lot of you are saying, though, as far as like it, it's it's challenging to see Cynthia go through this over and over. But I think she's a big girl. I think she's fine. I feel like she's above it. She's unbothered. Uh, there was a time in life that we love unbothered people. So she's doing that. She's got her flowers and she got the coin and she's got the man. Why does she got to justify to anybody? Give her the spinoff. I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> oh, he's coming in hot. All right. All right. All right. But how many times are you going to let your friend try you in front of everybody? You know what That's, I mean? Why does it matter to you if you're not the friend? That's what because, I, like, I, like, I don't understand that process of thought. I care about who I care about. I care about who I don't like. I care about who I dismiss. I do not care about a relationship where I'm trying to cut in. If it affects me, yes. How, my question to you, uh, the, the young lady in Atlanta, how does it affect you? You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like that would, yeah, well, Danny. if you're also friends with Cynthia, like, if I see my other friend trying my friend, I'm going to be like, girl, why you keep letting her try you like that? Like, say something, you know? Even if it don't have to do with me, it's like, girl, she's making you look stupid. She's trying you on so many levels so many times, and you keep excusing it. Well, I think, okay, so ignorance is bliss. So she may have that. And I'm actually on the opposite end where I used to, I'm just recently getting over this, where I get hopped up over everything. And lately I kind of been adopting the Cynthia mentality. I'm like, say what you want. You're not paying my bills. So I, I guess that's where I'm coming from in the perspective. I'm not saying you guys are wrong. You guys are definitely making some valid points and actually you're swaying me a little bit 
over there. So it, it's all good, you know. Well, but I like Cynthia. Let's move on. Giovanna is in the wings. And, you know, Eva said it just happened to be right around the time that she posted this picture. I didn't see Nini on her phone. But then again, we're not seeing like everything in real time. I don't think it was that deep, but I think it worked out perfectly in the cinematic dramatics of reality television. That Nini wasn't there. This lady was here to talk all about it, flip the script. I mean, it just, none of it made sense to me. Even Andy was like, not, I don't know. It just, it was weird. It was weird. And then uh, he said that Nini. Okay, and here's the thing that uh, I had a problem with Nini. Before Yovana came out, Andy was like trying to hold and did hold Kenya accountable. You know, Nini did actually come in and try. It Label it what you want, an apology to her, whatever. Say what you want. I'm not here for, um, I don't know. Like, I know that Nini has had her moments. You know what I mean? We're, and we, we hold her accountable. When she put her hands on the cast members, we ripped her to shreds, okay? But if she's coming back and trying to have a second chance, call it an apology to her. That's what it is. She really came back and tried to apologize. And everyone was receptive except for Kenya. And then when it came down to it, she just lied about it. She was like, oh, no, it was just wasn't real. And, and Andy was like, yeah, but she tried a couple times, you know? And she even said that you should be on the show. Like, there was that was my problem with it. Drew, do you understand what I'm trying to say? No, I completely understand. And this is my problem with it because people love to say we hate Kenya and I don't. I actually very much like Kenya. What I don't like is that it's constantly a lose-lose situation with Kenya. And I think she does it intentionally so that she constantly comes out looking like the victim. If Nini had, when Nini didn't say anything about this high-risk pregnancy, Nini was considered problematic. But then when Nini, when we see that Nini actually has tried since then to, you know, bury the hatchet, then it's, no, you're not sincere. It's an apology tour. So which one is it? This, is she supposed to be quiet and then she's fake or does she try to apologize but then she's still fake like there's in my opinion there's just not a way for Nini and Kenya to win like I don't think there's a way for Nini to win in that situation and I understand where Kenya is coming from in the sense of we've never gotten along so I don't think anything you say is valid I get that but where, where do we find this happy medium because if she's silent you have a problem if she I don't think there is one there isn't, yeah. and that, but it needs to be admitted. This is, there's a division here. I want, uh, Erica, your take on it, because there's a division. It's just like Beverly Hills. It's Kyle or Lisa Vanderpump. Now it's like Nini or Kenya. To me, it's reality television. I'm going to go with the one that makes me laugh. Nini makes me laugh, even though she's shady and all that things you want to say about it. Kenya, when she does her shade, it makes me cringe because she does it to her own friends. There's a division here, right? Do we have to choose <laughs> Nini or Kenya? Um, I think you do, or at least I think tonight or this whole reunion, it has been two different teams all the way down the middle, which, you know, after a while just kind of got to be irritating for one. And I think that even if to me, Kenya didn't even hear her out. So it's like, you can't say it's fake or not if you didn't actually hear it, period. So it's like, even if it's an apology tour, okay. I mean, she deserves the respect to be heard. And then you can be like, no, I think you're fake. Or no, I don't, whatever. But if you play the person crazy, 
and then say, oh yeah, it was fake because now that I dissed you in front of millions, now that you have something to say back to me, now that's justification for me not to have listened to you in the beginning. Like I, you know, I think she should have heard her out and made a decision then. But I will say it's very annoying that Nene like walked out. Had that been any other cast member, I don't see them coming back. And so that really annoyed me because I was like, you made yourself look bad. Cause even with the Ivana situation. We're all mad about it. We're all mad yeah. about it. Like you just yeah. looked really bad. And I wish you were there to talk through this because now you're kind of like you're you're aiding to this case that like mm-hmm. I think was a 50-50 fault. You're now making it look like more your fault. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh Jesus Amaro said about envy, if he walks out the room, is he even necessary? Um, I am dramatically, um, and I've been saying for years, and I'm usually on the unpopular opinion, uh, and this is literally 10 years of conversation, I've thought uh, Greg's wife and, uh, and Kyle, uh, respective franchises, are the two most overrated, uh, unnecessary cast members by far. Kyle, I'll call her by name. Greg's wife, it will be Greg's wife. That is what it she'll Ooh, be. Question to Liam so I can understand how I'm going to rebuttal this situation. You said that Nene and Andy were talking about she did something for Kenya. What did, what did Nene do for Kenya? I didn't understand that. No, like what Andy was trying to say is not only did she come back and like try to make up with you or try to have a conversation with you. He's like looking back at it. She's always even actually rooted for you to stay on the show or be on the show because you're great TV. Like she's never been. She's never played that card of like, there's only one HBIC. I don't want you on here. She's always said, I'll keep her on the show. Bring her on the show. Put her on the show. She's great TV. You know what I mean? Okay, so, I, so, so wait, so wait. Kenya's there's a difference. Nene's not a hater. Kenya is a hater. Absolutely not. Um, so Kenya is supposed to be <laughs> thankful for that. We're talking about the pageant. She's wearing the Detroit sash. She beats Atlanta at that for in 1993. This is Kenya Moore we're talking about. I don't understand how Greg's wife uh, could give any validation. Like, you got to understand, Kenya Moore is Kenya Moore, regardless of this television show. When she left the first time, I tweeted that whether, it, and it was still negotiations, I said whether or not Kenya Moore is on this show is irrelevant. She's always going to be a star in any atmosphere. If you have her playing with the swill uh, of Greg's wife, I don't, I don't really need to know, A, that you want me on the show. I don't care. You're irrelevant to me. And B, you uh, are trying I don't. What a tit for tat at this point. I, I'm just gonna give my opinion. Point count. Just, 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 just my opinion. I don't think you like. If I'm not rocking with you, I don't think whether you try once, twice, three times, I'm good. I've dismissed you. Be you. I don't even worry about you or care about you. So that to me is a little interesting. But I this, agree with okay, you. Okay, I have, yeah. I have a question then because the the point that Kenya made at first was that Nene didn't say anything and she had an issue with her not reaching out, which I respect. Because if you're going through that and everyone else is reaching out and you reached out to me and I reached out to you during the Greg situation, I would hope that you would reach out to me during my pregnancy. Respect it. Hear it. Right. When Nene then decides to try to make amends, then she's being fake. I just, I'm trying to understand where Kenya wants her to reside. I respect it either way because I think she has a valid reason to feel the way she feels towards Nene. But I also think Nene has a valid reason to feel the way that she does towards Kenya and and no disrespect to Kenya but this whole like she's a star she's a star she's a star now nah, I'm 
born in 92. So forgive me for not knowing about Miss Kenya Moore like that. But what has she done? And that's yeah. off. Because I can tell, I mean, because I can tell you what Nini's done. I can tell you about Glee. I can tell you about the new normal. I can tell you about her stand up comedy tour. I can tell you about a lot of things. And no disrespect to Kenya, but I'm just like, it's not like Kenya Moore, like Real Housewives of Atlanta needs Kenya Moore. Let, let's, uh, Danny, I want to hear your take on this and then Erica. Yeah, um, I don't see them ever being friends again. And I think Kenya should just say, like, because I'm one of those people, sometimes if I don't like you, then I just won't like you forever. You know, like, no matter what you say, even if you're like, yeah, well, she should be on the show. It's like, I don't need you to say that I need to be on the show. I don't like you, you know? So I agree with Ronnie on that. But just say that. Just say y'all don't like each other and you'll never agree with anything that she says, period. Exactly. Drew, Drew, you made some good points, though. Um, that's hard to tell. There is a part of me that even though I defend Kenya a lot, there is that petty thing that she does. Um, I would assume that maybe it's more along the lines of um, if I don't clock your sincerity, it's going to be an issue with me. So I think there is a doubling up of words. I will give you that, that maybe Kenya is a little bit petty on that regard. Now, I just don't like to play the game of who's the hottest person. Like, here's an example. Like, I have this on my bedside, the um, Naomi picture in Versace. I don't know if you can see it well. It would be like saying who's hotter, Naomi, or like somebody fresh off the scene, even though she's making things happen, like a Gigi Hadid. Like, I'm a little bit more like, I'm gonna give the legacy a situation. I'm gonna give that the kudos and the clap. Um, I don't know, it's just a different of opinions. And beyond that, Greg's wife is boring to me. She's never made me laugh once. In all the seasons, she, she ruined the season one. Sheree, uh, Sheree Whitfield was my favorite. Uh, I, I like, anyways. Who gonna I, check me, boo? Who gonna check me, boo? Right. I'm just trying to give you my perspective that the show didn't really come alive. I mean, till season five, but I, I, I don't want to just. I want your take on this. Um, and let me know if you think Nini's a good actress. <laughs> because she was in Glee and that was the best she ever did because she was, she was. I didn't think she was good on those things. I just thought she was fucking dizzy. Because <laughs> when she was on the new normal, that shit was bad. It was real bad. Plus her heart. Go ahead, Erica. Okay, one, I think that when it comes to acting, the few little bootleg things I've seen of Kenya, I feel like she and Nini are toe-to-toe -to -toe as far as their acting coaches go and their acting skills go. And um, Ronnie, I get it. You know, uh, Kenya Moore was the shit. The same way Kim Fields was the shit, that doesn't mean they're the shit on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So when she was like, oh, okay, I think she should be a part of the show. That's because she, Nene was one of the original cast members. You know what I'm saying? So she was kind of one of the founding peoples of this branch of the, um, of Housewives. So she, it's not like, oh, hey, Kenya should be appreciative. All Andy was saying is she tried to make up with you and she's never hated on you. As a matter of fact, she's hated on Cynthia. She said Cynthia shouldn't come back. But she never said that about Kenya. So I think it's just a matter of not that Kenya should be should be grateful, but it's like, okay, this person is doing more to kind of try to meet you halfway than you are for sure. It doesn't feel that way to me, but that's just a perspective. Doesn't feel like she's trying. It feels calculated. The root of my problem with Kenya is simply that, because I don't dislike her. And in a couple months when you I'm more familiar with Kenya Moore than I can let on right now. <laughs> I don't dislike her. I don't. And in a couple months, people will laugh. I don't dislike her. My problem with this show in particular, because we have to remember that what we see on the show is not real life. 
That's not really how stuff is popping. We all know we work in this industry. We know how reality TV works. That's not real. To the viewers at home who send us crazy things, this <laughs> is not real. Take a, go get a drink, come back and laugh it off. It's not real. All right. My problem with Kenya on the show is that she she says one thing and then and then in the same breath says the exact opposite. And so there's no way to win with her. And that's my only issue with her. I want to move on just because we have spit gate, recording gate, and like all these things to talk about. <laughs> um, you know, the spit game does come up and Candy jumps in uh, just because she is just really not on the Nini train and she's kind of over it, you know? And Nini was trying to explain like, look, I really wasn't trying to go there with Candy, but it seems like Candy wants to go there with me. And, you know, Candy was, Candy was doing a good job. She was reading her pretty good but she jumps in and says like it would have been on if she would have done it to me you know and kenya's like where's the outrage and stuff um you know and it comes up like is kenya the provoker like i don't even think we need to have this conversation i think she definitely is a provoker um i know there's going to be some opinions on that but honestly it all correlates with what we're going to talk about at the end so let's just try to smooth over and go to the recording gate because this is the thing that really just pissed me off it was a huge waste of the episode yeah we got to have some sort of conclusion on it yavana comes in that bitch and she really did came in with the info she really did come in with the info the first couple minutes i was here for it she said i got a letter from nini for a cease and desist like michael sterling is my lawyer aka i'm not paying right Um, (laughs) it all makes sense um you know eva's like yeah he worked uh you know shut up eva we all work okay so there's a whole country but uh yovana said that she was sent by needy to record conversations and she thought she was going to be all smooth and candy jumped in that ass and made her look so stupid and i was all here for it erica what did you think about this well a couple of things one um I I saw on YouTube where Nini called into a blog or whatever and was trying to kind of explain that one, she left like well before um, Yovana was even coming. So, you know, just to kind of clarify that part. And okay. I just thought that um, the candy for once, <laughs> just because it didn't make sense. And, you know, as I mentioned last week, Yovana is like here, thirsty. She won the Thirsty Award. She's still looking thirsty. Basically, my understanding from what Nini said was that Yovana didn't do the taping, but that her husband told her not to show it because it made her look bad. And so now all of a sudden she's saying that Nini told her to do it. So I don't honestly believe her because it doesn't really make sense. You know what I'm saying? And Candy made a good point. Like, okay, so you got to know us first. And then you sew up Nini's behind. She tells you to tape us and you like, okay. And then pretend like you did it. Like it was just sort of an insane kind of, story where she looks crazy any way she went exactly i'm like no matter what girl you're ridiculous right and we're not gonna like you um danny what did you think about this um this whole thing because nini wasn't even here to say anything about it it was so annoying were you dying i was pissed i was so mad i honestly felt like the conversation wasn't even worth having if nini was not going to be there it's like we just hear this one-sided story and it doesn't even make sense, first of all. She's just hopping and skipping and jumping over everything. She's not really fully answering the questions. 
but like it was pointless to have without Nene. Cause Nene was the, but my thing is every time it came, a t- it came time for Nene to say something about the situation, she was always quiet. That would piss me off. Like when they showed, when they all met at Candy's house and Nene was just like, well, I'm just gonna say, I'm not lying. Say what it is, you know? Well, I was, or, I, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 you're good. I was gonna respond to that. Um, Cause what Nene said was at the time when they went to Candy's house, she hadn't made up with Portia. She hadn't made up with anybody and none of those girls were ever with her. And really Yovana was the only one that was like her ride or die. So after Yovana was like, uh, you know, I didn't do tape or whatever. She, Nene said, you know, I, I, you know, I heard on YouTube or whatever saying that, um, she, she, that was the only one, the only person who seemed like she was loyal to her. So she wasn't going to throw her under, under the bus. That was the excuse that she gave. Well, that didn't do shit for her at all. <laughs> I, just, I just think I'm, I'm just like, I'm so truly annoyed with Nene because this you should have i'm sorry like walking out is weak bitch move it's a big it's big weak bitch energy and it's like that's not i don't like that nini like just walks away all the time like that's like her go-to move and that's super annoying because like you i don't know you lose credibility in the situation but i was really glad candy called yovana out because the entire story didn't make sense and anytime someone would start to back her in a corner she would be like, well, wait till you hear what she said about you. And they would be like, okay, well, tell me. And then she wouldn't have anything to say. And it's like, okay, well, you just look like Boo Boo the Fool. So annoying. Uh, Ronnie, what did you think about Tanya saying, like, you cried wolf. Like, you, we don't know what to believe. That was exactly what I was thinking in the moment she said that. And what do you think about Cynthia saying, yeah, I have talked shit. We weren't friends. Next. What else is going on? Which was kind of funny because it's her tagline. <laughs> I'm um, Cynthia Bailey. So what else is going on? <laughs> um, yeah, with Yovana, I mean, all the cards were on the table. She could, of course, try to speak uh, and argue her way out of it or whatever, but it just didn't look good for her. Um, you know, and, and I know the commentary of Thirsty was on the table. Um yeah, she was just in one of those situations, I think, where the reality producers sort of dangle some stuff at you. So it's a combination of what uh, Greg's wife is dangling at you and the producers, and you're doing the best that you can. And, you know, Yovana is sort of, I like the girl, she's fine, but she's sort of like, you know, trying so hard to keep keep her place in this thing and trying to impress everybody. So things are going to get shaky. I mean, she did the TLC reality show. I know currently she does, well, not currently, currently, but she was doing door-to-door sales. So obviously her economics in Atlanta aren't that great. That is, I have seen that on video, a uh, friend of mine. So, and that's not, not, not the hustle. That is amazing. I mean, God, let's sell detox tea, whatever. I'm with it. But um, we just know where Yovana's at. So I don't blame her necessarily, but um, I'm kind of over the scene. It, 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 didn't, it didn't rub me the wrong way or the right yeah. way. Yeah. Even Andy was like, how do you know we're telling, like, how do you know, like, how do we know you're telling the truth, girl? Like, how do we know? Um, I don't know. It was just, you know, she said she insinuated but didn't and did it out of frustration. And even like, even Marla was like, what is this? This just doesn't make any sense. You know, exactly. And it was interesting that she didn't say that Nene was the one who put her up to do it until now that she's fallen out with Nene. The same way, you know what I'm saying? She did this because she was irritated with Cynthia. I mean, it just seems like she just wants the airtime, honestly, and that's how it comes off. Would you guys want to see her back on another season, or does this 
cancel her out of the of the series. I not really. What is she gonna bring? Like, I don't, I don't see her bringing. I, I personally wouldn't mind seeing Marlo sort of getting her together. It's very interesting. A lot of people don't know this because they know I write so hard for Kenya. But Marlo's literally one of my favorite cast members. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, and they'll never get along. And so maybe next season we do something along the lines of Marlo sort of getting, um, what's the gal's name? Yovana, getting Yovana together, possibly. I'm here for Marlo getting a peach. I'm here for Marlo getting a peach. Agreed. Um, yeah, I agree. Same. I don't really care about Yovana if she comes on either way. I'm kind of indifferent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because we haven't seen enough of her other than her desperately trying to be everybody's friend and hopefully get in. So it just looks, honestly, it looks a little sad. But if she has something interesting, you know, yeah, for sure. Um, I want to talk about how Portia's cell phone rang. <laughs> and it was Nini, and it was literally the stupidest thing in the world. I'm like, really? You're calling and you want to communicate? Walk back in the room. Right. Like it made no sense. And it really, I was so disappointed in Nini. Pissed me off. I'm like, you cannot be the queen if you're going to pull this kind of stuff. Exactly. It's going to go to Kenya if you're not here. It's going to go to Kenya. You can't power when things are getting like too much. Like you can't be the queen of Bravo and then run away. And it also, I think I think all the fans, maybe, and even this group here, I think we're a little tired of it. Like, if you like your respective person, you're kind of like, let them just not really, you know, handle each other. Like, let them both be, I mean, these are women. Like, in, in, in society, we don't lift up women enough. So I feel like, while I don't like the one, and I wholeheartedly love Kenya, um, let them both rock. I think that would be a much funner show to watch. Like, this was a little challenging of a season, you guys. I really got anxious, and I, I was kind of over it, and... Um, I let them both shine, respectively. Like, it's fine. I actually completely agree with that statement. Like, completely. I think we all really had high expectations for this season, and it was kind of lackluster. Like, we like to see full circle moments. We had no resolutions with a lot of things. Like, we had Cynthia basically saying, well, I'm just going to take the high road, or we're just not going to get anywhere. It's like, you're at that point with Mimi. You're outside crying in the street. You might as well just say that. Just say, why do I always have to be the bigger person? You know what I mean? I just feel like there's just a lot of things that we really, we really could have, could have, would have, should have. You know, a lot of it had to do with Cynthia. She wasn't my favorite this season. You know, I really wish she would have came on to It's Bravo Bitch to like clear a lot of things up because I had a lot of mm-hmm. stuff for her. You know what I mean? I really didn't like how uh, she just did not hold Kenya accountable for anything. I'm totally here with Danny with the whole like, are you seriously going to let her talk to you like that? Like, it was mm-hmm. just crazy. That whole wine scene, that was a complete, like, total bad mouthing of my business. But you know, Any last thoughts, Drew. I will say two things. I will say Candy did bring up a great point about the Nini spitting and all of that, in which if it was anybody else, we all would have lost our GD minds. Like, part. But we really? Just, let's go down the line. Let, let's go down each cast. Okay, not, not Ava, but like if that was Candy, if that was Cynthia, if that was... I don't think Cynthia would have done anything. No, but I'm saying I'm saying us as an audience, I think... Oh, got it. Like we would have just yeah. crucified her. Yeah, I think... I Because I know, I know even I... Like I was like, that was foul. But also in the back of my mind, I was like, whoa! You know, like... 
because mm-hmm. Kenya and like Candy did make a great point. If it was anybody else, that wouldn't be the same reaction. Um, and then I just, if any Bravo producer watches this, can y'all please, for the love of all things that are good, either mute Eva or give her an actual storyline because just like her being in the peanut gallery this entire reunion and having nothing of substance to say honestly made it really hard to watch because she was just very obnoxious the entire time. I just kept thinking mm-hmm. about Portia saying her boobs were social distancing. Right. It was bouty-bouty because it was on Zoom. Exactly, because if they were there, she would have been acting real spooky. So you guys, you guys think it was solely that? I thought it was also, it was a lackluster season, and I like Eva. Uh, and it was just, you know, to get some type of rise to let everyone know, if I come back, I'm going to come with these reads like she did on the radio program. Um, Eva never says it to people's face. Anytime Eva's ever addressed any situation ever, she's, I didn't say that. Oh, girl, she's crazy. I never well. And then the second it's her... Or the second she doesn't have to worry about someone grabbing her by her little finger waves, she <laughs> she be going off. And I get it, like you know, Danny and I are from the south down there. It's talk shit, get hit. I understand, Period. but if you're gonna talk shit, you gotta get ready to get hit, girl. Mm-hmm. Erica, any last um, like kind of thoughts before we move on to the best part of the like the last five minutes when they all had a big year? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I disagree with you. I feel like this reunion started off great, but it ended with kind of nobody, nothing really being resolved. Like there was never that kind of moment where we all kind of come together and see what we've learned. It was kind of like, okay, I hate you. I hate you. And you ugly. I mean, I think it just got really kind of crass and they didn't really deal with some of the sort of real issues that they could have. Um. Uh, Danny, um, I want to hear your thoughts on this before, you know, we kind of really get down to the nitty gritty and end this thing. I just want to say I did see Kenya on a blog talking about how actually on me on Candy's channel, Candy and and uh, Kenya were on a little channel together, Candy's channel. And Kenya was saying that uh, the whole thing with the reality spinoffs that Mimi really is upset about this and it really does have to do with Candy because at one point she allegedly almost tried to sue Bravo and, um, you know, the production company because out of, you know, she was saying that the fact that these other people were getting all these spinoff shows, it was hurting her business in some sort of way. I'm paraphrasing, but that was basically the connotation, which was very interesting. Like, you know, we're on the third episode. It's the final thing. It's over after this. Kenya's still going hard, going hard. And Candy is riding high right around that big old wave. They're like both on the channel together going at it. Danny, what do you think about this? It's over, um, but they're still going. Yeah, I also saw that. But I don't think that it has anything to do with Candy, like Nini saying that. Because I've always said Nini needs her own spinoff. Everybody, I feel like Bravo gives the spinoffs to boring people, period. Like Kim <laughs> Zosiak's uh, show, like, is boring to me. I'm sorry, it's boring. And, like, Candy is not someone that's, like, high energy that you just, like, want to watch Candy's life like that. Like, when we go to the Candy Factory, I'm like, okay, let me fast forward because I'm bored. 
you know? I like the Candy Factory show. That was a good show. But, but I do get that she's in enough bags that, like, there's enough sub-characters and everything that there could be. Like, I'm excited. To, if OLG comes off kind of like Vanderpump Rules, uh, I would go so into that. I would so into that stuff. But, like, I think she, I think Candy's in enough bags that she can give you variety. And then you still go on Real Housewives of Atlanta and have something completely different. I think with Nini, at least at this point, because she's really taken a step back because of Greg. It's just Nini. There's just not enough stuff, you know? There's not I enough totally agree. That's a, good, that's a good point, because Candy yeah. offers aspirational um, success, you know, and, and yeah. I mean, and I she also- has a billion people. Well, like yeah, Jesus, she has a whole but, community. That's a great point. Candy yeah. is kind of like a little like monotone. So it's not that it's the most interesting content, but there is enough content for it to be like utilized into multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. Okay. MVP for the season. Ronnie. Um, the most valuable player uh, will be Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore hair care all day. I'm into it. Um, most con- biggest, uh, what is it? Most congeniality will be, um, will be candy. Yeah. I know you didn't ask that, but that's what I would be. Candy. I like it. Thank you for the addition. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> it's true. I am going to agree with Ronnie. I think mo- MVP of the season is Kenya. Cause she gave it. I mean, she gave us, <laughs> she brought the drama. She, g- you know what I'm saying? Like she gave it to us. Um, my and then if we're gonna do miscongeniality, Portia had me laughing the entire season. Portia continues to get funnier and funnier. So and I love that she's not hitting people anymore. So it's just growth. <laughs> yeah. Annie. Um, I feel like Portia well, Portia, yeah, she had all the comebacks this year. All of her green screens were funny. So I would say Portia grew a lot this year. She did have Dennis making her look a little funny. But I feel like she grew from it. But um, I don't know who else, to be honest. Everybody was What's acting your MVP? up this season. MVP? I guess we'll say Portia. Maybe she has some girls, I guess. Okay. Erica, your MVP in Miss Congeniality. Um, okay. So my MVP would be Portia because um, I think she brought storyline conflict she kind of put at least some of her life out there she seemed to kind of be real with it um you know and she showed some growth and she seemed to kind of be cool with people and give people a chance whatever I think Portia overall brought the good and the bad and the ugly and kind of made it work um I think for Miss Congeniality it would have to be uh Tanya I feel like oh, yeah. I love Tanya this season. I was yeah. a huge Tanya fan. Yeah. yeah, I feel like even after the way, you know, after all that stuff with Kenya, any I think she just is happy, you know, grateful to be on the show. So she's not gonna let anything make her too mad. And she kind of was, you know, I think she worked really hard at being nice to everyone. All right. Well, it comes back to me, and you guys are gonna be very surprised by this because I know that. It seems that I'm just like riding high for Nini and stuff. And you know what? The thing is, she made me laugh. And you got to make me laugh. I'm very easy to please. You just got to make me laugh. That's it. That's it. There's not much. You know what I mean? But she's not my most valuable player, surprisingly. 
I'm going to actually vote for Kenya for MVP. I really feel like if we took her out of the equation for this season, there really would have been nothing. Like, let's think about the marching band. Let's think about the spitting gate. Like, all of that had to do with Kenya. So um, I'm going to vote for MVP Kenya. I better get some credit for that in the comments. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Right. They're not going to do They're not going to give me nothing. No, they won't. Mm -mm. But what you can do, but what you can do is watch It's Bravo Bitch this Wednesday, 2 p.m., uh, because I am going to be having a continuation of Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know, they're going on fire right now. They're still going at it. It's fresh off the press. The reunion just aired tonight, the finale. Uh, we want to thank you for supporting us. Uh, so go to It's Bravo Bitch Wednesdays. I'm going to have Pet Shop Boy, and we're going to be talking about this again, because you know they're going to be acting up for the next couple days. Um, you know, Andy wrapped up with uh, a nice, happy ending. Everyone had a great year, you know, Eva had a baby, you know, Candy had a baby, you know, um, you know, Portia is eating hot dogs again, you know, all that jazz. <laughs> but no matter what, we wish them the best. It's a television show at the end of the day, and it's not that deep. We love all of them. And we love you guys for supporting us, watching us, even if we get on your nerves. We, it's all love from us. Thank you so much for watching us. I'm Hollywood Lee, and it's my favorite day of the week. You can join me on all the socials. Please join me on my new show. It's going to be fabulous. Um, Drew, I love you, and it's been such a great season. How long have we been doing this? For a long ass time. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you, baby? What do you want to promote? Um, I am starting the American Soul after show for Afterbus TV starting Thursday. Thursday. I had to look off camera. Uh, starting Thursday, uh, it's a BET show about Soul Train. If you haven't gotten into it, we're going into season two. Oh. It's a good show. Um, very historically accurate. And then if you want to follow me on all the things, whether that's to like my thirst traps or set up the time for us to fight about Kenya, you can follow me at yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. She's bringing it to you hot. Um, I had a whole white club, just FYI. It was a nice... <laughs> Solid show for me. <laughs> Danny V, you were fabulous. The new kid on the block. You did so great. I love Thank your perspective. You. That soft, beautiful face. Uh, baby, where can we find you? What do you promote? What you got coming up next? You guys can find me on Instagram at the Danny V. And I'm waiting for Potomac to come back so I can give y'all all the Potomac tea, honey. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all can find me on Potomac whenever they decide to bring it back. <laughs> And as always, my favorite lawyer, if you need a lawyer ever, um, Erica Edwards, my favorite slogan of all time, the party people. <laughs> all right. Well, you can catch me um, on Monday nights, but not tomorrow, I don't think, for the worst chefs in America, for you can catch me on um, Killing Eve. Let me come back for that. And... Hopefully you will catch me as well on the Real Housewives of Potomac once they ever come back. <laughs> and you can Money. follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in door, Edwards. <laughs> uh, Ronnie, I know you're a huge Potomac fan. Yes, uh, yes. Where can we find you? What do you want to promote? Uh, well, going off that, we interviewed Giselle Bryant a couple years ago. Uh, she was fantastic. She's a very Ronnie-like personality. Uh, we both like Virginia. <laughs> which is amazing. And she's a Virgo. So there you go. Um, 
as far as my stuff, uh, Leon and I, every Friday, we recap uh, Housewives of New York, which is really fun. And just uh, shouting everyone out, Danny was the only person I didn't know here. I love this group. I like the perspectives. Even I'm thinking about some of the things Drew said and how, how I react to Kenya. It just kind of got me thinking on stuff. So I really mm -hmm. like this panel. You guys are fair. You guys are honest. You're on the neck. You're in that ass. Like, you guys do it all. And it's really, really fun. And when I'm, on a, and when I'm not on the panel, I'm in the comments showing love. So... Uh, it's really cool. If you want to follow my stuff, it's randomlyronniejr.com. Uh, we got some really great interviews. Uh, one of the Drag Race girls from VH1. And we also talked to Headcrack, who's on Dish Nation, who told me um, some really great things about Porsche. Porsche's not my favorite, never has been, but it was really cool for him to talk authentically about how good she is on that job, how she comes in early, stays late, is thoughtful, and how when she watches, when he watches her on the show, it's like a whole different gal. So that actually was really, really uh, refreshing. And if you want to find all that content, it's going to be at randomlyronniejr.com. So, yeah. Yeah, there we go after buzzers. Um, you know, I'm buzzed. So go on to my YouTube channel. <laughs> Hollywood Leon. Hollywood Leon. Type it in, baby. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, we're not going to be back next Sunday because it's over. It is over. And it's been a fabulous season. Once again, we want to thank you for supporting us. Just click that subscribe channel. You know, you come here every Sunday. Click on the other channels as well. Stay up to date. Um, hit the bell notification. Leave a comment. Hit the thumbs up and follow us. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash Leon. your hands. Wash your booty hoe. We'll see you next time. Can I say it? Kenya more hair care. Kenya <laughs> more hair care. Kenya more hair care. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.